Hello, everybody. Welcome to... <laughs> Don't look at me like that. It was the creepiest way you've ever done that. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things friends. As we run down episode by episode the classic sitcom of the 1990s and the early 2000s. I'm Michael. I'm here with YouTube sensation Elizabeth. How are you doing, Elizabeth? I am swell. How are you? I'm doing all right. Oh my god, my heart is all a flutter after the episode we've just watched. Mm-hmm. We've just finished watching the one where Ross finds out. Oh my god, Elizabeth. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. So much to talk about. So much. Would you say that this is a classic episode? I bet you would. It's a classic! Oh my god! Michael, Are you kidding they me? They can't all be classic, honestly. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe what we've witnessed. I imagine this one could be classic, but not everyone. Before we get to the episode, though, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a quick question for you. Okay. In our famous sec, in our famous segment that is sweeping the nation. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. <laughs> oh boy, we'll need to work on that. My question for you this week, Elizabeth: Who in the Friends universe do you think gives the best hugs? The best hugs. Yeah. I literally did not think you were going to say that. No. What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I'll leave that up to your imagination. Um, who gives the best? Hugs, okay. Doesn't have to be any of the gang. It can be anyone we've met in the Friends universe. Oh, well, geez Louise, that's really opening it up. Widen the net. I'm going to keep it just within the Friends universe because my mind can't wrap around all those extras and all those, you know, that one woman on the street you walk by. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't go that far. So, best hug would probably, I think Joey. Joey? I think Joey gives the best hugs because Monica and Rachel are bony. They're the teeny (laughs) tiny little things you'd probably like. You, you probably get bruised if you you hug them. They need to get some meat on their bones. Phoebe would probably be a good hugger. Ross is pretty tall. It'd be kind of awkward. Chandler, nah, he's pretty bony. Joey. Joey? You think Joey? Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I can live with that. On to this episode. Season 2, episode 7. I know for a fact it is episode 7. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I checked everything. Definitely got it wrong last time. This is the final day of our, our seven podcasts in seven days. I'm so sad. It's been exhausting. <laughs> it has. It's been quite. It, it has, has been, been quite. Fun. Like getting everything out on time over one day. It's um. It's been. It's been quite exhausting. And sometimes we flew in just under the wire. You know what time I posted it last night? What time? You'd gone to bed. But I posted it at like eight minutes to midnight. All right. So I got it under. In. Yep. Just under the wire. It's like turning in a school assignment. Right. Got it and did my homework just in time. This episode. First was shown on the 9th of November, 1995. How many people do you think watched this episode, Elizabeth? It was higher than the last episode, which was 30.2 million. What do you think we're talking? Of course it was higher because the name of it. People, I don't think people are paying attention to the name of the episode. Okay, okay, okay. So it was higher than 30.2? Sure was. 30.8. 30.5 million. So yeah, you got a point for that. Good job. Well done. We open in Monica and Rachel's apartment, as we do with so many episodes. Chandler walks in, he's in a bit of a 
a tither. He's having a bit of a hard time. He's, I guess he's been on a date. It's gone very badly. He goes in. He's like, what's wrong with me? Why, why do I repulse women? Why, what's, what's wrong? I think we all know the answer. What is it? It's bloody diabolical dress sense. Oh, no. Oh, he is wearing like some sort of pointy, multicolored cardigan that's about three sizes too big it's for him. It's the 90s, him. man. Oh, boy. If you're going on dates with that. I mean, that's something Mr. Heckles would wear on a date. The <laughs> prophecy is becoming true. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> Phoebe tries to comfort him. She just says, well, you've put on a little bit of weight, but that's no reason to, to be down on yourself. No, no, no. It's not what she says. Okay, go on. Well, she says, I know when I put on a little weight, I always feel not so good in my own skin, basically. Implying that he's put on some weight. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, he does not look no like he has put on any weight god maybe what a pound here and there wow oh how dare you drink that glass of water it might Mm -hmm. have led to that monica then sort of offers herself up as a personal trainer she's like i've got nothing to do i've not got a job right now why don't i train you and he's like yeah i guess we can work out together that'll be fine yeah and then phoebe feels bad and goes to give him a hug but she does this sort of classic thing where she's like oh i can't get my arms all the way around you Big, big laughs from the entire group. They <laughs> love it. Uh, that's the kind of friends they need. If they all pull together, they'll be able to bully Chandler into a nice little eating disorder by the end of the episode. <laughs> Good job, shape, guys. Honestly. And we open. And the episode opens with Chandler and Monica. It basically begins with a training montage, which is something you usually wait until you usually drop that about two-thirds of your way through your movie. You know, Rocky never yeah. opened with any training montages, but yep, they're off, they're going, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's all very, very funny. They go running in the street and Chandler gets in a taxi and drives away. <laughs> uh, he's doing sit-ups and he can't do any more and Monica's like, I'll show you my boobs if you do five more. And he manages to do two and then he requests just to see one. <laughs> oh, Chandler. Classic Chandler. I, you know, when she said that, I thought, like, would friends really do that? Or No. But do, you, do you know any of your girlfriends I would say that to you? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But I, that, I, I don't know. I guess if you're all single, maybe? I don't know. Mm. Mm. I think she's just trying to motivate him. Yeah, because she knew it would probably work. <laughs> well, and it didn't. And it did not. Chandler disappointed. Elsewhere, Phoebe is dealing with her own frustrations as she has a boyfriend who will not satisfy her in the bedroom area. Yes. Does that sum up the situation about right? Yeah. yeah, they're having a really great time. They're going on lots of dates, but he is not getting intimate, and she has insecurities about it and wonders what's wrong with her. Mm-hmm. Not for the first time in this season when someone's having relationship woes, they turn to Joey, mm-hmm. which just doesn't seem like a good idea at all. No. The serial shagger of the group. Mm-hmm. Joey is as helpful as always by implying heavy-handedly that this guy might be gay. Yeah, which is kind of touchy after her last incident with her... Uh, with her husband? Yeah, yeah, her husband. Yeah, maybe try it a little bit more carefully there. Things are going well for Ross and Julie, with disgusting public displays of affection outside of Central Park. Yes. Rachel pretends to be fine with it. She's like, nah, it's fine, whatever, I'm moving on, I got a date tonight, it's no bother. Then Ross and Julie come into the cafe. The cafe? The cafe? Cafe. The cafe. And announced that they are getting a cat together. Hooray! Bad idea. Why? Because then they said something like, oh, it's going to spend half the time at Russ's place and half the time at my place. Meaning Julie's. Like, mm-hmm. no, no. Cats don't like that. No. They, they need Move stability. Around. Yeah, all the time. Come on. Unless 
big adventure. Cats like adventure. Mm. New places to run and play. What is that? Like every other week it'll be in a new place? I don't know. Wow, this is the same place. Well, it's a loving family. Yeah, I know. And an apartment that presumably smells like monkey still. And, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this kind of throws Rachel for a loop. She is obviously not as happy about things as she just claimed to be just moments before. She becomes a bit frazzled. She's like, oh, that's great. You're getting a cat. I've got a date. i got to go get ready. She walks out of Central Park still carrying a tray and her apron, and then she sort of comes back and is like, oh, I shouldn't take this home with me, and just puts it down on some dude's table and then walks out again. She is flustered. She is frazzled. She is all over the place. Mm -hmm. Chandler is complaining about Monica's methods she is working him too hard, his muscles hurt, he's working out before work, after work, during work, doing butt clenches. It's all a bit much for him. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Hopefully it won't lead to any conflict between the two later on in the episode. Phoebe goes to Joey for advice because her date is still not putting out. I believe his name is Scott. Yes. Scott. Um, she comes to the conclusion that she might not be sexy enough. Yep. Joey is on hand with some fine words of advice. Do you remember what he says? Yeah, he says something like, oh, I remember telling Chandler when I first met you that you had a great butt and a good rack or something like that. <laughs> I believe his words are actually an excellent butt and great rack. Oh, which is sorry. Great pep talk from Joey. Good, good for him. I mean, he was, <laughs> as you pointed out, he did have a thing for her twin sister, so... Right, I mean, so clearly he does think that she's attractive. They're identical twins. You seem to be very worried that Joey and Phoebe are going to get together. Yes, which would be insane. Why? Why would it be insane? I they're they're the like two them. kind of like goofy oddballs of the group. No, I don't like them together at all. No? I don't like any of them together. Well, we'll get to that later on in the episode. But, yeah, no, but what, no, what is it about Phoebe and Joey? Couldn't they be happy together? No. Why? They just don't work. They don't work? No. Oh. They both deserve someone else. They both deserve someone Okay. Well, well, we'll see how they get on. I'm not saying one way or another. Oh, God. If, well, if this Friends show just pairs people up... Oh, after six seasons, it just becomes couples. Everyone's just together. Oh, I would... I would... It, literally. So, clearly, Ross and Rachel will probably end up together. But, like, if someone else ends up together and then it's, like, two and two and then two single people... I'm just, we might have to cut this thing short, man. Whoa. I don't want it to be like three couples. Like, I just, it sounds awful. Okay. Oh, Lord, I'm worried. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Let's hope. Let's hope. You saw like a picture of them all sitting together, and I think you've read way too much into it. You're like, oh, no, Joey's sitting next to Phoebe, and oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, just calm down. It was just like a cast photo. It's okay. fine. It's just used for promotion. It's, I it's just all right. shouldn't use my eyes anymore when it comes to friends. God forbid I see a picture and it reveals something. Mm -hmm. Rachel goes on her date with Adam from Ellen's sitcom, Ellen, which was probably on TV around about this time as well. You ever watch that? Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, she had a sitcom called Ellen. Oh, no, I just know her show. I and like that guy, he, he was like her best friend for like the first two or three seasons, and then they wrote him out and brought in better people. Oh, no. Yeah. Fun talk, they brought in Jeremy Piven, who basically replaced him. Oh. Yeah. It was a good show, though. I enjoyed it. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, it was good. Oh. And then, like, oh, it was interesting, because she, like, came out in real life, and then she, like, 
her character came out on the show as well. Oh, good. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I've got nothing else to say about it. <laughs> Moving on. What else do I say about so it? So she's on a date with this guy called Michael. Oh, good name. Was, she was on a, yeah on a date with Michael. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like that. Eleven year old Michael wishes that. <laughs> oh, maybe someday. <laughs> But basically, she reveals that she's not okay. She basically spends all the time talking about Ross and cats, and it's a bit of a nightmare day. Oh, it does yeah. not go well. Poor guy. Poor guy. Yep, he's kind of having to sit through it. Uh, she gets very drunk. And she does. She gets really drunk. She asks Michael for advice on what she what he should do. He's been through a divorce, and he's like, well, you know, you'll be fine. You just need closure. And she's like, yeah, closure, that's right. <laughs> and then she borrows a big, beefy gorilla in a suit s- oh cell phone God. at the table next to them. That guy is on a date, presumably with his wife or someone. Yeah. And he's just he's just sitting blabbing away on his phone. Maybe it was an important call, In Michael. 1995, Elizabeth, this was going on. Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, it's better than it is today. Before text messaging, I suppose. So either... You you can't go anywhere these days without seeing people at a, a restaurant table just all texting on their own phones. It's horrible. It's like the more that technology brings us together, it, it, it pushes us further apart. So true. Mm-hmm. All right. So she borrows a cell phone and she calls Ross in a drunken state, gets the voicemail, leaves him a voicemail message... Suggests that they should call the cat Michael, which I thought was a nice touch. You know, poor <laughs> Michael, he suffered. At least he can come home knowing that he's got an animal named after him. <laughs> and she also says, I'm over you. I'm over you, Ross. I'm over you. And then she throws the phone in the ice bucket, presumably destroying it forever. Mm-hmm. And then presumably Michael gets beaten up by the big mafia gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a shame. Anyway... On the DVD extras. So that's that. It's all been set up. It's bad. It's bad? It's real bad. Oh. That's bad. Have you ever left a drunken message on someone's phone that you wish you hadn't? Or sent like a drunken text message that you wish you hadn't? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Text message. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Not me, of course. Definitely not. Oh, yeah. Lots of times. I think you'd learn a lesson after one, but nope. No. No. It takes a few times for you to learn that lesson. Yes. There's the, the horrible one of like... You've gone out on a night, and then you wake up, and then you just, like, start piecing together the <laughs> shit that you've done. Like, you you get, like, little flashbacks, and you're like, no, no. Yeah, you, like, look through your phone, like, oh my gosh, who did I call? Who did I text? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, good thing we're not young anymore. Don't nope. have to worry about those stupid mistakes. Nope. We have a podcast now. We are yeah. mature adults. Absolutely. Yes. So that's basically the ticking time bomb that is left for the episode. We don't know when Ross is going to hear the message or, you know, who's going to be around when he listens to it. You know, we just yeah. don't know. Sets things up. So we cut to the next morning. Rachel is nursing a hangover in the apartment. Yep. Ross stops by. He's coming to grab the stuff for the cat. Mm-hmm. Him and Julia are about to go pick up a cat. And... It's, it becomes clear quite early on that he has not heard the message yet because he's acting pretty oblivious. Rachel, for as well, doesn't seem to remember. Like, she's, like sort of, she's doing that thing where she, she can't quite remember. She's kind of trying to piece it all together. Yeah. She's like, I think I dreamed about you. 
did I call you? Did we talk last night? And he's like, no, no, we didn't talk. I was at Julie's. Oh, but I do need to check my messages. So he goes to check his messages. And then he's like, Rachel, there's one from you. And then it dawns on her. Yeah. Oh, dear. She's like, hang up the phone, hang up the phone. She, like, tackles him. Yep, hops on his back. I mean, he is a lot bigger than her. Yeah. I don't think you really appreciate it until you see her, like, hopping on his back. Yeah. Like, he just bats her away like she's nothing. Yeah. But then... And he hears. Ross hears it. And he finds out. And oh my god. Well, he finds out, but he's like, well, over me. What, when were you ever under me? Yeah. You know, like, when When did you even like me? So right. it was very confusing for him. Mm-hmm. So she just basically has to spill the beans. You know, Chandler yeah. told her when he was in China and she was going to speak to him about it, but he came back with Julie and they just go back and forth and he seems very, he's all, he's all flustered and he's all kind of, uh, um, I need to sit down. No, I need to walk. I'm walking. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, I need to get a cat. Cat. And then he just leaves. Yeah, he gets all, all like, a fluster. They kind of stare at each other for a second and then the buzzer rings because Julie's downstairs waiting. So he goes to get cat. Rachel is left just like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Aren't we all like that? How were you feeling at this point? Were you like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Yeah, like, I liked the way that they did this, mm-hmm. how he found out. But I, I, yeah, I guess I was wondering if he was going to tell Julie, if he was going to go to the guys, like what was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Because he found out that Rachel even knew that he had feelings because Chandler had told Rachel, mm-hmm. but he, did, he had no idea. Mm-hmm. So everyone's learning something new in this scene. Yeah. But yeah, he leaves and to go get that cat with Julie. And we're left just to wonder what's going to happen. Just left wondering. Nah, we've waited 29 episodes. Seriously. Can't wait anymore. But we have to as we go to Phoebe and her kind of non-existent storyline. She hangs out with Joey, tells her she's done the deed. She's finally deflowered her boyfriend, Scott. Is yep. it Scott? Yeah. It's Scott, right? Uh, she, like, talks to him about it. She, like, retells, basically, what happened to Joey, and she talks about it. Let me see if I got this right, if I followed this properly. Like, she asked him what was wrong, and he said he was worried about, like, the emotional attachment that comes with having sex with a person, and he'd be worried that she would become too clingy. Yeah, f- no, he was worried about the emotional attachment that that happens to women, specifically. Yeah. Not men. Women. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I didn't want you to feel like I needed to call you the next day or, or, or it just wanted to skip the neediness part of it. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, it's okay, you know, it can just be a physical thing. You don't have to call me. We'll just see how it goes. Yeah. And she all th- she's fine with this. She, she, she thinks that she doesn't see any problem with this, but as Joey, like, sums up at the end after she, she's recounted it, he's like, so you begged him to have sex with you. You persuaded him, you, you told him he didn't have to call you, and he made you think that this was a good idea. And she's just kind of like, when you put it that way. Yeah. And Joey's like, this guy's my hero. And there we go. Typical Joey. Typical Joey, yeah. Well, look, when you go to the shagger for advice, you know, what do you expect? I was, I was so certain that they were going to, like, have sex or something. 
Right then and there? Yeah, in that scene. What? I, I don't know. I just got this weird vibe. I think I'm paranoid. You are very paranoid. I honestly thought something was going to happen in that scene between them. Really? No, we've got, it. look, we've got bigger fish to fry in I know, this but episode. We've, but we've never seen them really together one-on-one before. This... And also, lots of shows do that, where, like, multiple things will happen all in the one episode, and then the one story takes precedence, and everyone else has the secret, and then finally that comes out, and it's just like, oh. Did you think it was going to be called the one where Ross finds out, because Ross would walk in on... Joey and Phoebe? Well, no. Oh. <laughs> well, no, we've got bigger things to, to worry about okay, in this okay, episode, okay. okay? We go to Central Park. It's closing time. Rachel is closing up. She's turned the lights down low to set the mood. Ross turns up. They didn't get a cat. Don't know how he explained that one away, but they didn't get a cat. And they have a big argument. He He's like, you had no right to tell me to leave that message, to tell me how you feel. And she's like, well, you felt that way first. You confused me first. Mm -hmm. I was fine until I find out you had feelings for me. And yeah, they kind of go at it. It's kind of vicious. Whose side were you on in this argument? Hmm. I didn't really think about it. I don't think I was on any sides, but it'd probably be on Rachel's side. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't done anything wrong. I think they're both just kind of venting. Yeah. They're both kind of like frustrated. Yeah. I don't think, like, they don't really mean it. No, no, they don't. As we see later, because Ross storms off, Rachel sits down and cries, and then you see Ross appear in the background, looking through the door. Yeah, you know, when we watch these shows and something is about to happen, you can't be kicking me and hitting me and stuff. Like, that gives it away that something's going to happen. But, God, of course that something happens when it's raining. (laughs) Well, let me set the scene. Let me paint a picture where with words Painted. for the people that haven't seen this. Do you think anybody listens to this that hasn't seen it? No. No? I don't think one person. Do you think anybody is watching along for the first time? Like going on the adventure with you? That would be awesome, yeah. but I, I don't think so. I think no? it's all people that have seen the show and know it and like it. Give us a tweet, at FriendsPod, if you are following along at home. We did get a little bit of interaction from our last episode. Um, turns out, and then nobody else really knows what busking is either, so... Ha-ha! <laughs> Thank you, fellow listeners. You Americans. Thank you. Street performance. Was it an American that said it? Um, I'm, a, I'm assuming so. I don't know. Good job, whoever you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so yes, Rachel's sitting on the couch, crying into her hands. From behind, you see Ross at the door, staring in at her, like the creeper that he is. <laughs> she gets up to kind of finish closing up. She sees him. She goes over to the door. She try they stare at each other through the glass for what feels like an, Forever. Uncom- an uncomfortably long period of time. And then she starts unlocking the door. She struggles with it. She can't seem to do it. Oh, a little bit of comedy in there. And then she flings open both doors. Don't know why she needs to open both. Could have just opened one. And he comes in and he kisses her. He puts a big, big wet one right on her lips. You know, I think it was a sign that the door didn't open right away. Oh, you would read it as that? Mm-hmm. You think they're destined for failure? Mm-hmm. I was so sure that you were going to be, like, with the studio audience, like, woo, yeah, yeah. Hell no. No? No. Why are you rooting for them? You cared at the end of season one. I cared, but I don't care anymore. Why? What know. happened? I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. And it, it it's not it's not great because I feel like I should have an explanation. He's technically cheating on Julie. Cheating do you think that Julie, has something to do with it? Maybe, but like, not really. I just didn't want it to be this way. I wanted it to just happen na- more natural, I guess. 
Instead of him finding out while still in a relationship, I guess just maybe that relationship didn't work out, and then like they just were kind of talking, and then it just kind of came out in a nice, sweet way, and it was like a sweet thing. I don't Where's know. the drama in that? I don't know. Where's I the guess, drama? Um, You'd be a terrible scriptwriter. Well, you know what? What? You mentioned that they kiss, mm-hmm. but I think that it wasn't as big of a deal. You think? Oh yeah, that's right. Go on. So when Rachel was thinking about him before and mm-hmm. kind of had that scene in her mind on the balcony when she was with that guy that was talking a lot. At the end of season one. Yes, the end of season one. In her mind, she kisses him, and we see that on the screen. Mm. So that's the first time we actually see them kiss. Yeah. So this is the real time, but I think the magic was lost Do you think that little. kind of undercut it a little bit? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they should have, like, done, like, in that scene on, in season one where, like, he leans in for a kiss and then it like yeah. cuts away right before it right. and then like she sort of snaps back to reality so that we just don't get that image of them doing it yeah because then, then like everything is satisfied like when you're the viewer and you want and like people are going to get together and you kind of want them to you don't know but mm. like that moment right before the kiss mm. is really crucial for audience members and I feel like because we've already seen it interesting it, even though it didn't technically happen we've already we've seen already it we've already seen it interesting yeah oh alright Fair enough. Maybe. I don't know. There's something. I'm just not sure. I, I can't picture them together, really. So No? Oh, you, you can't? Oh, that's interesting. Not yet, but, but maybe. We'll I was see. kind of ruin, rooting for them before when it was Rachel kind of pining after him, so I'm not really sure why I've changed my tune. But Yeah, interesting. Okay. Well, that kind of wrapped up the episode. We got a fade to black with them smooching away in Central Park, and then the episode closes with Monica and Chandler, who have been... We haven't really talked about them. They're, they've kind of like popped up every now and again in the episode and they're basically just arguing. She wants him to exercise. He keeps on not wanting to exercise. There's a funny scene where they're like behind the glass outside of Central Perk and like they shove each other and she pushes him over and stuff. Like good physical comedy. Yeah. Like it's just a little side distraction. There's not an awful lot of plot to it. But the episode ends with, with Monica like all pumped up. Like, come on, we're going to go for a run. We're going to go for a run. Let's go. Let's do it. And Chandler's just like, we're not doing this anymore. And she's like, no, let's go, come on. And then Chandler basically psychologically tortures her <laughs> into depression where he just sort of, he like, it's almost like uh, reverse psychology. He's just like, I think you're, you're very brave. You know, I don't know where you get your energy from. You yeah. don't have a job. You can't tell your parents. It's not like you have a boyfriend who can comfort you. I mean, if I were you, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed in the morning. And then she's just sort of like, oh, okay. And then Chandler's like, do you want to go for a run? She's like, hmm. <laughs> He's like, do you want to lie down on the couch and take a nap? And she's like, yeah. And he just sort of puts a blanket over her and... Like skips away. Skips away celebrating, yeah. much to the audience's delight, even though, like, that's pretty pretty despicable. Yeah. I mean... It reminded her of all the things that she didn't want to think about, and she's probably using exercise as a way to be like, well... I'm still feeling good. I yeah. got this. Exercising, you know, natural release of endorphins. You know, you feel good when you work out. And yeah, he's... and uh, he, he did that <laughs> and twisted it right around just you, for his own selfish pleasure. But you know what? Shouldn't have called the man fat. Yeah, that's what you get. Did Monica ever Yeah, call? she did right in that scene. Oh, she, like, she was trying she's to like, like, come on, fat boy, let's yeah, go. Yeah, but she doesn't mean it. She's just trying to like, wow. like, come on, let's go, let's go. Okay, they're, wow. They're, she was willing to flash him. They're friends, right? I mean, come on. They are friends. Well, yeah, friends like these, eh? Friends like oh, these. Seriously. I love that scene. I, I like, 
laughed out loud. Throughout. Yeah, that was a good one. It's pretty great. Chandler is um, can be pretty pretty evil when you provoke him. <laughs> and that kind of like just... you when it comes to the when it comes to running. <laughs> Don't try and make me run. You hate running. <laughs> I just hate exercise <laughs> in general. And that just that wraps it up for season two, episode seven, the one where Ross finds out. Did you enjoy that episode, Elizabeth? I'm not sure. Not sure? Yeah. I don't know. It was an episode that advanced so much in terms of Ross and Rachel, Mm -hmm. but also nothing else, really. I mean, I loved the Chandler and Monica stuff, but it was, you know, very inconsequential. The Phoebe stuff, I thought, was... felt a bit forced. I didn't really get that storyline at all. Didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, it was was fine. It was all kind of window dressing for... The Sam and Diane relationship between Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Where do you want it to go from here? Are you excited for the next episode? Well, I'm interested to see what's going to happen, yeah. So I'm intrigued. Intrigued? I don't know if I can say where I want it to go, but I am looking forward to it. Are you team Team Rachel or Team Julie at this point? Ooh, well, Julie's getting cheated on as, <laughs> as we speak, mm-hmm. so probably Team Julie because I think Ross is a, a jerk. Yeah. Bad guy. Well, I mean, maybe he broke up with her. We don't know. And that's true. That happened before. Yeah, we don't so. know. Mm. He didn't mention it though. He didn't say that. No, we didn't have to. No, oh, he didn't have to. He's setting a terrible example for his son. I know, right? Poor Ben. God, he's gonna grow up. Ben grows up to be Barney Stinson. That is the twist. <laughs> he's blonde. He's yeah, got the blonde hair. You're right. Never knew his father. It's not really John Lithgow. This is a cool. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Alright, so that wraps that up, and it also wraps up our seven podcasts in seven days. We did it, high five. We fucking did it! Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, good job. How, how do you feel after that? I feel like I'm further in than we would have been if we didn't do it. Well, that is factually correct, yes, very good. Um, are you pleased that we did it? You know, this gives you a chance to almost binge on the shows a little bit more than we, than we do just watching it. Yeah, no, I, I like that we did that. I think that we should do it more. Yeah, I think um, it's been very successful for us in terms of getting the episode out there. I think it's brought a lot more... When you release more content on a regular basis, it does just bring in new listeners, which is great. And if you are a new listener from this week, then fantastic. Welcome along. Delighted to have you. Um, I think it's probably something... We we couldn't possibly release an episode a day all the time, but I think... Maybe if we didn't have jobs. Maybe if we didn't have jobs. Like all the friends gang. Yeah, we could... Yeah, if only... (laughs) Uh, but what we'll probably do, I, I think it's a, probably a good way to, to kick off each season. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably something that we could make the commitment to every couple of months when we finish a season going into the next season. We could do seven and seven days. Or beginning and ending. Beginning the and first ending. first seven, the last seven or something. So, so, well, that's 14 episodes in 14 days then. No, no, because then all the ones in between and then the last seven you watch to end the season. And then you begin the next season with seven Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe take a break. I don't know. I don't well, know. I'll have to work out That's these too details. Much. I think it's a good way to kick off the season, because then we kind of jump right into the meat and bones of it. Anyway, this is like a... We can save this for the production meeting. We don't need to have this conversation while the microphone is uh, on. But uh, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, we did enjoy it, and we hope you did as well. And I feel like we're, we're really we're really into season two now. We are. It's going to be great. Can't wait to go on to the next one. I know. The next one, Elizabeth, which is the 32nd episode of the whole season. Mm-hmm. It is episode eight of season two. Mm-hmm. It's called The One with the List. 
The one with the list. Yes. Okay. Any idea what that might be about? The list. Probably a pro-con list. Ooh, very good. Is that right? Maybe. Dude, you give things away. Like, Whoops. it's... Like, <laughs> come on. Wow. That's very well done. Anyway, congratulations you. to you. We Thank will you. be back to talk about that next time. Um, so, so join us for that. Thank you all very much for listening. This has been the Friends Till the End podcast. If you want to join in the fun and games with us and, and find out what we're all about and join in the discussion and pose questions for Ask Elizabeth, you can do so by following us on Twitter at FriendsPod. And you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, and you can also find us on the Podomatic website. If you want to help the show, obviously word of mouth is very helpful, so tell a friend. And if you want to tell lots of friends, you can leave a nice, pleasant, friendly review for us over on iTunes as well. Elizabeth, we did it. Seven podcasts in seven days. Going to take a few days off. We'll be back in a few days. I can't wait. The one with the list. It's going to be great. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with Ross and Rachel? I don't know. What's going to happen with Joy and Phoebe? Nothing. Ah. Nothing's happening. Nothing will happen. Uh, Well, well, you started off this episode by making me laugh. It seems appropriate that we finish it with that as well. Thanks very much. We'll catch you all next time. Friends till the end on three. One, two, three. Friends Friends till the end. end.